Hey guys, what's up? I'm Shama. And I'm Tiffany. And you're listening to Chai Tea Party. A podcast that recognizes the underdogs, the brave, the creative, and the slightly off in the Daisy community. I know, right? Okay, can you Yay. walk through the door again? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, um, hey, yo, like reality TV, man, this is how it works, yeah. right? Reality right. TV, right. quote, exactly. quote. Well, you can, I mean, make, we can make this organic. Like, yeah. you guys just met. I mean, today. we're still haven't even started talking about it. Yeah, we're talking, we're just saying intros. So. Like, I'm playing footsies with like, each of you. Here, let me space out. There you go. Um, yeah. yeah, so this is my first time reading the famous photographer of Elisha. <laughs> <laughs> Not famous or f- really photographer person, but thank you for that. <laughs> Glad to be part of the underdog, the brave, and the creative, and the slightly off group of the yeah, basic community. I made it. I finally <laughs> made it in life, guys. <laughs> my life made it. <laughs> now, Tiffany and Abhilasha, you guys are meeting for the first time today, actually, which Aww. is kind of cool. Because we've, like, had a group text. I've been admiring you on Instagram for a few weeks now. Oh, same. So I don't have to feel like a creep anymore. Oh, that's great. That's great. Yeah, it's pretty nice. Yes, but it's cool to finally see a face in person. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) You guys have known each other for quite a while now, right? Yeah. Yeah, I met you. Oh, my God. Okay, so actually, I was trying to think of, like, how I actually met Shoma. Because, like, I like remembering... Like, the story of how I met Because right. I'm, like, really yeah. into stories because I like filmmaking and all that stuff. So, for me, stories is huge. Okay. Right. So, I'm like, wait, how did I meet Chuma? And then I keep thinking. And then the only thing that I can think of... I mean, we were a freshman in college. Like, you kind of creep on, like, all the seniors <laughs> that are, like, in the, all the ones that you know. Are you, you're, are you four years behind me? Three, how old are you? I think... 21? I'm 22. I'm, 22. I'm, I'm three years behind. <laughs> okay, yeah. Yeah. So, I didn't know a lot of underclassmen at that time. Or any Indian people in Michigan, really. And then... So you're not from here? No, I'm not. I grew oh. up in... Uh, well, I was born in India. Okay. And I grew up in Canada, Windsor. Mm-hmm. And then I moved to Michigan when I was 14 and a half. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, been here since. And, um... But, yeah. So, because I got to know a lot of seniors, so, like, you know, you just, like, see them on Facebook and who's who and, like, who's known in, like, the Indian community right. and all that stuff. For Ishama and Lo, like, okay, so I like coloring my hair and she always had, like, a unique style. So she was just one of those people, like, I wasn't, like, stalking her page, like, 24-7, but she's, like, one of those people that kind of, like, stood out. I was, like, oh, okay. That's so nice. One time I remember actually meeting her, meeting her, like, probably, like, face-to-face talk to her. It was, like, a house party. We were all there and I was, it wasn't freshman, it was sophomore year, I think, because I was there with my current best friend. Maybe we met were, before then because I I like knew you at that time. Yeah, I know like, I had, but I don't know if I had, like interacted with you enough. I th- no, but I remember like really liking you, and when you were there, I was like really excited that you were there. Yeah, because I remember yeah. you just being really smiling. I'm like, that's like the Slash one drunk as <laughs> probably. Yeah. yeah, that probably added to it. And I didn't drink at this point. Yeah. Okay. So this, oh wait, yeah, I think this was sophomore year because I think it was the one that I already threw for you guys. So there's a lot mm-hmm. of Spartan throw people, and then yeah. I just like I think your brother was there too. He was. Yeah, yeah. My brother was there. So yeah, it was my sophomore year, and that's where I actually have like that one solid memory of you, Great. and you just being like really, just really happy, and then, uh, and me not even like thinking like 
alcohol is like even part of this conversation like i was just like oh wow she's just a really happy person <laughs> when you actually grow up and learn about stuff i was like oh there might have been other factors that yeah, could i was like i thought i just made her really happy i felt great about myself i mean it was that too but yeah i think yeah. I, I i would still oh i think i still have a picture from that but i, like, I do i do too my eyebrows yeah. are non-existent so we're never posting that ever oh, man it was yeah. on I thought you looked good. I thought you looked good. Go. Mm, please. Don't worry. I'll <laughs> post it on our website right when this episode oh, gosh. <laughs> yeah, It's yeah. somewhere there still. You can do a TBT. But yeah, that's like one like clear memory that I have of you. And I don't remember like, I get like this with Brent. I remember being like this with Tiffany too, but like you were somebody that I also met and I like instantly liked. Mm-hmm. And then I don't know how we got into like talking or like knowing each other on a creative level and like knowing about all this stuff. Yeah, I think because you're always connected through social media and everything, so I always like liked your stuff and like I don't yeah, know like the way to, and all the stuff. So you always like you know look at people's Instagram and try to figure out how their like personality is. I yeah, do this. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe I'm weird. <laughs> yeah. So um, yeah, so I always saw that, and I knew you were in like sir. So like if I ever like saw you, I'd be like, oh, like I love people that can sing because I can't like it's a horribly bad like I tried to my mom's like what are you doing I was like nothing she's like yeah let's do, let's just keep it at that I was like great oh, no. thanks mom my mom's like let's all just stick to our strengths shall we I was like okay I want to go back to napping that's my strength um but yeah and then I think one time we really got in touch was not last year but uh two years back it was um MC versus U of M tailgate and then, and then you were there too, and all our seniors were there, and I finally saw you, and then I was like, oh, hey. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm getting way too excited. Every time I like, go back to like, like thinking about like memories and stuff, I'm like, I get so excited. I'm like, yeah, yeah, I, don't, I cherish my memories a lot. Mm-hmm. And I have like a crazy strong memory too. Like I remember stuff from like, I was like three and like past that. Oh, and nice. mom just looks at me. She's like, what the hell did I make? Like, <laughs> what? Okay. So I like remembered like my crush and stuff. I remember that one time he passed me your pencil. He's like, no. Nah. Where are you again? And I was like, nothing. We went to school together? <laughs> She's like, no, nah, I'm just going to go back in my corner. It's great. And like this past year, like we really finally got to like hang out, hang out. Yeah. And then sure. we'd go to events together. Um, I remember like. And because you were so creative, like, I love creative people. And I think that you just, there's a different level of vibing with somebody mm-hmm. when they when they have that creative part to them. I don't know what it is, but you know what I mean? I think, like, like you just connect better because your mindsets are a lot more different on some yeah. levels. And, like, it's, like, a lot more broad and, like, right. you like the idea of something new and so creating something and, like, the effort that goes into it. So whether you're in music or art or like filmmaking mm-hmm. and um, dancing, like you still create stuff at one point. So the people that know how much effort goes into that connect you a lot. Appreciate yeah, that. you have that and respect too for yeah. people. That's so true. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. Okay, so we're going to play a little this or that type game that we have brilliantly called this or that. Love it. <laughs> Love it. So creative. Yeah, we're creators. So these are just random questions so that people can get to know you better. To rapid fire, literally this or that, you just have to quickly pick one of the options. You can't say none. You can't say both. Yeah, yeah pick one. Guys, oh, I'm yeah. not good with multiple choice. Okay, Don't like choice. Oh. it's only two. It's only oh, two. Even then, gosh. <laughs> I think with these you'll be fine. Okay. Yeah. Um, Priyanka or Deepika? Oh, Priyanka. Ooh. Mm. Nars or Mac? Depends. 
what I'm shopping for, but I'll I'll stick with Mac because that's I have a lot of Mac products. Okay, nice. Um, which do you like to do more, film or photography? Photography. Oh, okay. For, for now, because I haven't really built up my skills for filming as much. Okay, cool. Yeah. City life or country life? City life. Mm. Would you rather be in front of the camera or behind the camera? Ooh, that's a hard one. <laughs> There's always one that stumps our guests. Yeah. Okay, I am good at being behind camera, but I wouldn't mind being in front if given the chance. Oh, okay. if that okay. works. So, any people that are listening that are looking for a leading lady or just character artist, HMU, homie. Just- did you start zarya no 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 wish i did but um i thought you were like a co-creator oh no 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 i don't have that much patience or (laughs) oh zarya is a dance team yeah it is that you were a part of any freshmen's going in you guys should try out um it's a great experience yeah, and I always wanted to be on a dance team, but MSU always had, like, Bhangra and, like, Ross. And so we were, like, great teams. But, like, I was never that good at it. Like, now I enjoy doing Bhangra, but that's because I was on Zarya. And, you know, you do bits and pieces of, like, all sorts of dance styles. You do hip-hop, you do contemporary, you do Bhangra, you do Ross, and, like, mm-hmm. all of it. So like, it's two Bollywood songs, but you pretty much, it's, like, all sorts of dance styles. Mm-hmm. And, um... But yeah, they started it. It was like a group of like five, six people. Yeah, so I was, and I've like never gone for anything because like the word like auditioning, interviews, any that kind of stuff just scares the heck out of me. And I don't know why, but I'm just like, yeah, nah, I'm good. And then I was like, but I like Bollywood. So I need, the word Bollywood got me. And um, so, and my b- best friend and roommate at the time too was like, just go for it. Like, She's like, you know, when else are you going to have the chance? I was like, yeah, you know what? Well, why not? I was like, this is one dance I'm actually, like, confident in. I got in. Great experience. Great people. Yeah, so because of being on the dance team, I got to be open to a lot of new opportunities. I met so many people through that and, like, made a lot of great friends that I know are, like, going to be in my life for a while now. That's so great. That's awesome. I hope so. Like, yeah. or they get bored of me and they're like, nah. I'm like, okay, I'm like, that's <laughs> fine, too. <laughs> um, but, yeah, and, like, a lot of... Uh, my great experiences from college like come from being on that dance team. That's awesome. Yeah. Shout out to the Zarya team at MSU. Woo. <laughs> <laughs> One thing I wanted to talk to you about was you switched majors in college. You did a pretty big shift oh, in your major. Yeah. Tell us about that. One thing I guess I always struggled with wasn't self-awareness. It was like acceptance. Because I always knew oh, I was creative. Okay. Yeah. I always knew I liked telling stories. Oh my God, I been telling stories for as long as I can remember like people would say something and I just like to start a conversation because I was always a new kid because I grew up moving around mm-hmm. a lot and whenever I'm the new kid I'm like well after like after a while I just got bored so I would just like come up with like small stories to tell mm-hmm. and like ghost stories to like anything oh, you just name it yeah. and like you know when you're younger you're like creativity is like at an all-time high too mm-hmm. so yeah I would just come up with all this stuff and people would be like so fascinated and I love the response I got I'm like it's not even real and you're so interested right. so I always knew I enjoyed these doing these things but um I never took myself seriously or the art or any of my hobbies so and like I come from like a family where it's just I mean like you know any kind of Indian family is just a lot of engineers we have a lot of businessmen doctors 
Um, so again, very much into academics and like, I, and I loved it. Like I did, I was like very competitive with my academics. I always wanted to be top of class and I was for a while. Second grade was my prime. (laughs) (laughs) I was was great at it. Man, you give me those artwork and like two plus two equations. I nailed it. Um, for me, like proving to my parents that like I was like actually really good at like everything was really important. I was wanting to keep them happy, Mm. make them proud because subconsciously I thought if I could keep them happy academically I could do things creatively and I knew this at a very young age and um and I I never like had the means to go about doing things like into like filmmaking and stuff because I'm like you know you know you don't take it seriously I wasn't brought up that way I didn't think that was like a career choice I was like people that got lucky got to be in it so you know came college and then I remember before applying I like joked about it to my dad I was like oh hi dad what if I went to like a film school I was like a director and then we were all like ha 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 that's where it ended <laughs> oh, no. and then but and like that's when I realized I'm like you can't expect others to take you seriously when you don't even take yourself seriously because I'm like or, I, your, or your art seriously yeah or any of that because I never gave it time like and and a lot of it had to do with the fact that I moved around so much so I never stayed at a place for a long enough time that would take classes in it, do projects, like, take part in certain type of, like, school organizations or clubs and stuff. So never did any of that. So I never really got good at anything. So anything that I know is very self-taught. But yeah, and then one thing that was consistent was schooling. So Mm -hmm. I was like, well, schooling is all I have. So, like, academic-wise, I'm like, well, I'm going to get good at this. So great, I was very much like, oh, I'll be, um, I'll go into, like, computer science. Did it, your parents push anything specific onto you? Okay. But or did you have something in your mind already? With them, the thing is, I never showed them, like, I even had slight bit of interest in arts or going into that. So they were like, oh, she has it figured out, right? Like, because I was, I was very, like, con. or at least I showed that I was very confident about things. And, like, growing up, people always were like, oh, my God, you have a really intelligent daughter. She's gonna, And, again, like, I would do my best to be like great academically and all that stuff but that would take a lot out of me though like as I grew older um so I didn't do any sports or anything like I didn't have that much time because I needed to pay that much attention to schooling and um so yeah and I always told them I was like oh I'll be like an engineer or like I'll be going to a computer science or programming and things like that or um anything like computer related because I thought I was like oh because then you look done in four years, and then after that, people that do engineering, um, some actors in Bollywood have been actors after doing engineering. Oh. So I kind of, I was like, oh my god, so if I did it for four years, I had a job, I could do this on the side, I have enough time. Mm-hmm. But then I got to college, and like, you know, you start thinking of like reality and your future a lot more, and you take things a little bit more seriously. Um, and then I got scared. And I was like, well, I don't know if I could do film. I mean, like, I don't know anything. Like, I'm not even studying it. People mm-hmm. have a head start. And, like, what am I going to do? Um, I'm like, no, that's just a joke. So I was doing pre-med. I was neuroscience. Um, but while I was pre-med, I switched my major a lot. Like, and when I was doing, um, I was human bio, too. And when I was doing that, it kind of took a bit of a toll on my grades. So I was like, well, how? I mean, you don't really need to be a science major while you you know, you're pre-med. So I'm like, what if I try, like, arts for a bit? And I was like, hey, like, mom and dad, like, can I just, like, take art classes? I'm, I'm still doing pre-med. Guys, we're good. We're good. I'm not going to stop being a doctor. Like, 
we're, we're gonna get there let me let me just take these classes you know like, <laughs> yeah. so I would always take like side classes to see like what I was good at and I truly enjoyed it and but then if something just wasn't right nothing fit right it didn't feel right yeah, yeah. and when you're like 18 and 19 like you don't know like you, it's like so hard to figure this out because you don't have like the right perspective or I don't know I didn't really have much to go off of at that point so I kept coming back to pre-med and every time I did my grades would sink a little and I didn't I was like why I was like I was so good at these things and I had just lost interest completely yeah and um then going like here and there I finally found media information because I I wasn't going to take up filmmaking because um I don't know it was like a bit too late for me and that still seemed like it wasn't going to be a solid career choice Mm -hmm. And it is for some people. I wish I took it from freshman year. The people that can do it, great. Please go for it. I just, I didn't start off that way. So I wanted to be in something that could be like... Still felt secure. Yeah. And like I could yeah. get a job from that. And I was like, well, it involves a lot of tech work too. So I can go into IT if I like build up, you know, certain skills. So And I can also get to work with media and production. So I saw mm-hmm. this class and it said cinema, it said TV and all this. I was like, oh my God, like this is perfect. So that's how I found media information. And I stuck with that. But I found that in my junior year. I wish I had found it earlier. So I tried packing four years worth of work in two and just trying to get that done. Mm-hmm. That took its toll, too. So, yeah, I've been around the block. I've been, you like, really. Like you academic <laughs> You take that however you want. <laughs> you <academic laughs> oh, that's a new one I'm going to add <laughs> to my list of descriptions <laughs> for myself. But um, yeah, I've been, I was in the College of Engineering, then I was Human Bio, and then Neuroscience, and then Media Information is how I ended up with that. How did that conversation go with your parents when you finally were like, hey, I'm not going to be a doctor anymore? Cool. Oh. Good talk. <laughs> um, yeah, I wish. That's how I went in my dream. Um, no, I was trying to think how it, I would like ease them into it because every time I would take an art class, I would like try saying like what I enjoyed about it and oh my god there's this and that my dad always supported me on that when I give the idea I was like I really want to do something different dad like I would so with me and my dad we take drives and that's when we have our most like emotional talks mm-hmm. and that I know when to get him that's his point so if I ever need anything <laughs> take dad on a drive oh, um nice. but yeah and he was very supportive on those things but looking back now um I seemed very wishy-washy on things I was and I I honestly was um I would talk about arts and then and arts as in like drawing and painting like visual arts so my dad was like really he's like then do you want to go into like animation he's like that's cool too and like you know there's a lot of like opportunities in that you could work for Disney and things like that that's one thing with my parents like what are we gonna do like even if you're gonna be like a thug be like a mafia leader okay we're not we don't deal with like just like okay type jobs you be the best in whatever you're doing okay and then I was like yeah dad I want to do all these things and then once I started it then I would lose hope and like faith in myself because visual arts wasn't for me again that was and that's when people have to like differentiate between a hobby and a passion because that's when I realized I was like okay that's more of a hobby for me I enjoy art but I don't think I could ever really make a career out of that. Like, I didn't have the confidence in it at all. And and I don't know why. I never just turn around to be like, I like filmmaking. Like, I truly enjoy movies. But that was just, to me, that was like taking such a gamble on life. Because that requires a lot of connection, a lot of luck as well. And, you know, like really, I was like, and I didn't know what I would do. Because for uh, producers, what people think, 
producers are they just invest money mm-hmm. and some do for but some producers work with directors as well and then just help with like the overall production of a movie so producers are a lot like managers so if you know you're on a film set anything needs to be done just they take care of it so oh, okay. whether it's money wise contacts getting the right director getting the right script from the script writer getting the right editors that's falls oh, under okay you know. so they kind of like bring yeah. everything together yeah and then they contribute into like the story making as well and for the brand and so they take care of all of that and i like doing that but i didn't realize that until i went on a study abroad the summer after my junior year um where did you go i went to india oh okay. yeah so bollywood central nice. but that for me was great and the study abroad itself was called beyond bollywood so they oh were, how perfect yeah <laughs> and i wasn't i didn't even think i could really qualify for a study abroad program at that point this was purely luck so for me no matter how much I tried running away from it I kept coming back to film yeah come going back to the conversation with my parents at one point I was like mom like I can't like I don't think I'm going to continue with medicine like I was like I can't I don't see anything for myself when I finally chose this major so it was like a little hard and I'm glad they kind of argued with me at that point because this way I was able to put my points forward. So I would I was like fighting for it. And once I fought for it, I appreciate it more now. Yeah. And then after one point they're like then are you sure are you sure? And I was like, yeah. And I mean I had to be I couldn't be like I'm a junior. I was like, oh, no, I still don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> I mean, um but for major wise I was like, no, this feels right. I'm not sure where I'm headed with it, but I like where I'm at. That's lucky that you got that opportunity to like sit that sit down and hash it out with your parents oh, yeah. too. Because when you go to college, you're so young. Mm-hmm. When you really don't know what your passion is or like what your calling is, especially with someone like you who's like, oh yeah, I'm gonna do. I mean, I'm good at school. I'm obviously gonna go into like computer mm-hmm. science or medicine. Like that's what makes sense. And then to have to go through the process of trial and error to figure out what really feels right for you. And then being pulled between, like, a, what are you doing with your life? And, like, a, I have no idea what I'm doing with my life, but I'm trying to try everything out. Yeah. That's, like, a very just hectic place to be in. Oh, and, and to be yeah. so unsure. And, like, then you're doubting yourself. And that's a difficult time. That's a good point that you said that, um, like, when you are going into college, you're usually very young. So you're already very emotionally vulnerable. You do have a lot of parents' influence, but it might not be the right influence. And you already don't know what you're doing. So mm-hmm. you're your biggest critic at that point, And mm-hmm. it's very hard to get your head straight yeah. so and it's difficult then because even like like you said when you you come off as wishy-washy mm-hmm. versus being like i'm young and i'm trying to figure it out mm-hmm. when you're going back and forth it's hard for your parents to be like are you sure and not come off as like condescending because you're like what do you mean like yes this is my calling yeah you know and i think props to your parents for being so open and like really able to have that that conversation with you it's even you know just positive affirmations for yourself when you say them out loud you start mm-hmm. to believe them mm-hmm. so when you are telling your parents like this is why i'll be good at it this is my plan mm-hmm. it helps like reaffirm what you're doing that it's the right thing and it, it builds that confidence in you. yeah right and it goes back to what you're saying if you're not confident in yourself like no one will ever be confident in you don't you know, like parental support and like how they you know question us so much on this and how they only push us towards careers like engineering and med i think it's because well, most Indian parents that are here, like, a lot of them are immigrants. Yeah. And because of that, they know the importance of hard work and security and financial security. Mm-hmm. And in a lot of levels, that's true. Mm-hmm. Money is a huge driving force. 
I like money. I'm not gonna deny it. Excuse me. Where am I gonna find my like you your know, livelihood? Yeah, <laughs> and like, how am I supposed to buy my fifty dollar highlighter? Like, <laughs> I need money for that. Um, but they do have a point. It's a lot of younger youngsters like that are trying to convince their parents. Um, I will say like, don't fight them too much on it. Make them try understand. Because the more you fight them, like, the more they're going to fight back. So, yeah, they know the struggle. And for my parents, especially, like, I've seen them go from the top and then come here and start all over again. And, you know, gone. And when I was younger, I didn't know what was going on as much. As long, you know, when you have your toys, you have food, you get right amount of sleep, you're good to go. Life's right. great. Looking back now, I was like, oh, my God, they went through a lot. Like, from like where they came from, being, like, the top of the position, starting from the bottom again. And we were in Canada. We don't have a lot of family in Canada. We have a lot of family here. Oh, okay. And, yeah, so, I mean, my, like, dad got a job here, um, and then he would commute a lot because we were Canadian. And, um, well, now I'm a dual citizen. Oh, yay, yay me! America. <laughs> yeah, so, with the whole idea of, like, having, like, immigrant parents, because they're so concerned about stability for their kids it's why we they push us in careers that they already know are stable right so if you think something better is out there with better options because nowadays there are and nowadays you don't even have to go into a career that's already there you can make your own Mm -hmm. honestly you can but you can't deny the fact that there are downfalls there will be a lot of failures your struggles will be a lot different and so it's natural for your parents to get scared. Mm-hmm. So if you fight them too much on it, then, you know, they're going to fight you back and nothing's going to get, Result. like, yeah, like, at all. You're not going to get your point across. And, you know, you're not doing yourself a favor. You're not helping them. You need to give them some confirmation that I'll be fine. Like, to trust me. And if you need help, like, try to get them involved. My friend actually taught me this, right? Um, so my best friend. And she's like, when I got interested in my major she's like i would tell my mom about everything every grade i got anything i did any little details and you don't realize it then but it makes a difference it's like studying for like a test mm-hmm. you know a lot of people cram it like the night before that's fine too i'm known for it but a <laughs> lot of people like just taking like little notes in class when you're lectures it'll come handy later mm-hmm. and all that stuff so all these things add up to it and like planting the seed yeah and it's literally yeah. practice makes perfect and you know saying it a, a lot easier but i'm honestly saying this from experience when i ever i get my parents involved in this they feel involved obviously and they take interest more than anything and that makes me really happy my parents love the fact that i dance but i always treated it like a side thing i never went for a team i never invited them to any of like my stuff i was like oh yeah like this thing at school is happening if you want to check it out cool if not that's whatever but now that we go to like family parties and people know that I have to dance on a team and they want me to dance. My parents are the first one to be like, oh my God, like, yeah, she can do it and all that stuff. She's like great at it and all that stuff. Oh, and then awesome. now that you're growing up, now that you see your parents taking pride in you mm-hmm. and what you do, that makes me really happy. So if you can get that for your career, I think that would be a huge for a lot of people because honestly, a lot of people lack that support. And a lot of, like from what I've seen, like Indian families, like they're, for them, their kids are their lives. Yeah, like, you know, like that's they work for them and all that, and they take great pride in their kids. So truly, like appreciate that. And I, we all go through our rebellious stage right. and all that stuff. And you know, guys, we'll make it. It's fine. You, you push and through. And I think it. also, um, like you were saying about immigrant parents, they kind of were taught to put their passions aside, yeah, so that they, they could take care of their families yeah. and like stick mm-hmm. to their career. Life is a very yeah. selfless, right? Exactly, selfish thing that you're supposed to go yeah. through. 
Yeah, and it takes us a very long time to appreciate that, yeah. but we have to realize, you know, how much sacrifice they made to make our dreams come true. Mm-hmm. So, of course, they're not going to understand right away when you say, hey, I'm going to drop out of college, or hey, I'm going to be an art major instead of leading up to engineering school, you know, all these yeah, different I, things. I think you get as you get older, you can, like you said, appreciate the fact that they can appreciate what you're doing, or like, mm-hmm. like you said, have an interest in it. Because that's a really difficult thing to do. Can you imagine? I mean, like, if I was my parents, I'd be like, what the fuck do you think you're doing? I didn't go through all this hell just so you could be, to right. be an artist Paying and shit to figure college. it out in your mental late 20s. Right. Like, no. like, when I was you, I was married and had kids. Yeah. yeah. You know, I'm, like, so impressed with my parents that they can also do that. That they can be like, cool, what you're doing is great. Yeah, like, the fact like, that my... you gotta do. Yeah, my dad would be like, oh, well, then why don't you just go to L.A.? There's, like, this, this is film school. So wow. Do you want to look into that? Awesome. I was like, whoa... I don't know. I was like, I was still lost at that time. Mm-hmm. And but the fact that he even just gave me that option, mm-hmm. I was like, thanks. Like, that's really and amazing. you know, if I was a parent again, I would be like, I'm paying a lot for your education, mm-hmm. so you better know what you're doing with your life, mm-hmm. like, or have some kind of plan. You know, um, so I think that's a huge part of it. But people gotta realize if you are taking the road less traveled, you're gonna have to pay a price that not a lot can afford to. So just know that going in. And it's like nothing is going to be easy, of course, and nothing is. You have to work for it. You're, you're just going to have to, if you can pay the price, then, you know, put yourself out there. Like really, 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 really work hard. And um, it'll, it'll come together. Um, and whatever stage you're at, if you're not seeing like immediate responses, um, just know whatever you're feeling at that time, don't push it. Don't push, like, or don't fight it too much, whatever you're feeling. Um, I've been saying that to a lot of people that just graduated, I myself have, and um, I keep telling myself, like, whatever you're feeling, don't fight it, because then you're going to try to do things that, and you want, like, a certain type of response, and when you don't get it, you get even more, you know, uh, uncomfortable in your situation, and it's like, um, well, I'm not feeling the way I want to, but that's not going to happen. Right. You know, it's not going to happen in a week or two weeks, maybe not even a month. It's things take time, and even time takes time. Yes, so definitely. You know, I think that there is with um, going back to what you said with parents and wanting them to wanting us to be in very stable positions. There is, you know, when you're when you're growing up, you know, okay, I'm going to first grade, then I go to second grade, then I go to middle school, then I go to high school, then I go to college, then I have my first year, second year, third year, and so on. And your, your life is planned out. And when you are a doctor or an engineer and stuff, you know, okay, now I, I'm going to do my master's. Now I get a job at these companies. Then I get married. But when people go into creative fields, there's a lot of unknowns. And people's biggest fear is the fear of the unknown. Having them trust you to take that leap is, like, you're, you're very lucky to have parents that are like that. Mm-hmm. Um, something else I think is important to add to what you were also saying just now is what understanding what your why is like why are you doing what you're going to be doing like you said you have to work really hard you have to understand that your life is going to be a little bit harder to make it in whatever medium you want to be in right and if you can understand why you're doing it really sit down and maybe even put it on paper like this is why there's that saying that your why should make you cry Mm -hmm. oh yeah yeah so you just graduated from state Mm -hmm. uh like two months ago one month ago congratulations month ago thank you a month ago yeah i've been barely yeah i feel like i'm on vacation like like i'm just like chilling for now i'm gonna go back you should enjoy it yeah yeah and i honestly am a lot of people like they have even though i do like filmmaking thing is i never went for it because i enjoyed doing a lot of things Mm. i didn't know how to pinpoint just one thing and i still today 
don't and i always fought my mom on one thing i was like why do i have to do one thing why do i have to mm-hmm. stick with one i enjoy doing so many things that's mm-hmm. why i chose me information because it's going to so many fields and it can go either way it could be a good thing or a bad thing because too many options it's like you can get distracted really easily and it's hard yeah, to like sure. kind of focus it on one thing you know and um but i still do think it's a good problem to have yeah because if it was the other way around um it takes that much longer which is not a bad thing i mean like we said everyone has their own path their own journey yeah People nowadays do, do though. Mm-hmm. Like, that's an option out there. And, I mean, like, look at, like, okay, you, for example, too. I mean, like, you're working, you're doing this podcast. You as well, you're working on your other podcast as well. And you're working on, like, so many other things. Like, people out there are very diverse nowadays. Mm-hmm. And um, I enjoy doing a lot of things. But people should know what their strengths are, though. Like, I think that's very important. Um, even though I like a lot of things, I don't think I'll go for like a dance academy i wish i could right a lot of people started it takes a lot of self-awareness as well. oh my god mm-hmm. i i have heard of people that have started that and it is like oh my god it's a phenomenal job with yeah. it but i am not confident in it so i'm not going to throw myself in mm-hmm. the unknown like just like that like right out of college just haphazardly and, like, yeah because right. <laughs> at some point you do have to take your life seriously and stuff and because of that so i am securing my future by i planning on getting a master's and you might end up in certain situations in life where your plan failed. You're not where you want it to be. Mm-hmm. So don't be like, well, I failed. That's it for me. It's not. See where, where you are where you are at with things at that point and whatever strengths you have and then just work from there. So if I don't make it as a director or a producer, that's fine. Maybe I'll go into marketing for a production company, but I will be involved in that field because I know that's my field. I've tried going into others. Um, and even if that doesn't work out, I'll market for a fashion brand because I like doing that. It's like being open-minded and letting opportunities kind of come to you. I never thought I would be at the company that I'm at now. Like, mm-hmm. Never in my mind, but I'm doing something that I love. So I think that just being open to, to the experiences that you can potentially have is a big part of that as well. Yeah. So now that you've had, it's only been a month, mm-hmm. but I know through conversations that like you and I have had, what could you talk about some of the challenges that have you faced, like just with doubts and like... Um, just kind of battling yourself and oh, being yeah. in this limbo. Oh my god, the first two weeks, I was like, I remember one night I was like sitting in my bed. What I wanted to do was like, I was like, I don't want to be home right now, and uh, just let me have any kind of internship. I don't care. I just want to get out, be working. But that was like my thing at that point. Yeah, I was like, I don't, I don't want to be home. Like. I, I can't and then I went back to the whole being scared again I was like what like I can't go into this I can't be a producer like like filmmaking I was like oh my god people are and I started comparing myself that's the worst oh my gosh yes. and I don't blame people that do it like I feel like it's natural at some point like you you get there and you do it and you're like well like okay they're doing that but especially when you don't have something going at the moment mm-hmm. you're like well people are coming out of college and they're getting all these like 80k or 10k jobs and well, like, I want to be doing that. Like, I want to be at that level. And, again, my competitive side kicking in. I never thought of myself, like, being, like, lower than that. I thought I had enough caliber to be the top of the field, even if I was like in IT. Like, making six Yeah, years. like, right. even if I was yeah, in IT. Letting that motivate you. And yeah, I was, like, I was like, I'm not choosing not to be in IT because I can do it. I, I, this is what I like, so I'm sticking to that. But even if I do choose a creative field, I still want to be making as much as an engineer. There is still that money to be made. It's not the immediate gratification that you get mm-hmm. if you are in something of a more stable 
quote unquote stable career, oh yeah oh yeah know? but and like but see like you realize like that's what my thinking level is like coming out right, of college exactly. that th- these are things you think about yeah. like few years from now that won't matter like mm-hmm. honestly it won't matter yes yeah, so i was like sitting in the bed and i was just like i just want to be working i want to you know make my parents proud and be like i made it and all that stuff and then i was like but i could have been doing movies but wasn't that my plan like mm-hmm. I, I could have had this other life because i already saw a certain type of life for myself right. And then going away from that, just completely trashing that, I'm like, well, then all my efforts just went to waste. Mm-hmm. Like, I can't, if I, and if that's one thing I have left, and if I take that away, then, you know, you take, like, a huge part of me away right. as well. Because I was, like, known for that. Like, mm-hmm. I love the fact that sometimes my friends, like, associate me with words like filmmaking or photography mm-hmm. or creativity. Like, I, I like that recognition. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, if I lost all of that, they're like, oh, so you didn't go through with it and all that stuff. So all the stuff that I'm saying right now. Yes. Oh my god! God, We can so relate to that. Definitely, (laughs) it's like so. You know, and then you just like add to the whole thing of like, oh, so you are just talk. You know, like it's easier Mm, said. You never follow through with it. Oh, you did go into art and (laughs) right. Like, and some people like for them it might hurt sometimes, and they take it negatively. But for Mm -hmm. me, I'm like, no, that's fine because then that gives me the incentive to like prove to them like, well, this is what I did with it. Mm. So, and it's hard because so much of like having these conversations with people is you having to prove yourself to them in some way, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. It's like and a the pitch only or a presentation. It is, and it shouldn't have to be like that. Mm-hmm. The only one that you should be worrying about is yourself. And it's yeah, point, honestly. Right? You know? Not what other people are thinking. Right. And you feel that, then you feel that need, like you said, to like, to live up to what you've said. Like, I'm going to do this. Right. Like, you know? And I'm like struggled. That stresses you up yeah, then too. Yeah, I've struggled exactly. with that so much. I still do, so, like to, to a certain extent. But I'm working on it, and it's like a process. Mm-hmm. And again, I'm 22. Like, I got a lot of time. You're right? only exactly. 22. Yeah, exactly. You have yes. so much time. Like, I have the time and space right now to work on that. Right. So I'm making the most of it. So, like, you know, like, planning these things. I'm like, okay, so I'm going to get my GRE out of the way. So, like, that part is taken care of. So when I apply to master's, like, so I'm looking into, like, programs. So BU has, like, a nice, like, um, media and, like, cinema production program. And then um, U of M has a good one, too. State has a... Okay. media information masters but like i do want to go out of state yeah. and all this stuff so like looking into that so i'm like even if i don't have a production job just now mm-hmm. that's okay too because yeah. if not now then later if not mm-hmm. later then after that but it's gonna happen mm-hmm. and but up until then whatever else is happening i'm gonna make the most of it because you know i think what our generation struggles with is the fact that we want it all and we want it now yes yeah and it's like it's hard to shake that off sometimes and it's it's good to be ambitious but you know like you know have like a good sense of reality as well i think it's so great being able to talk to someone that's still in the process mm-hmm. yeah like you're in the thick of it still. right and i love that because we get to see you know where your head's at right now and you can still talk about hindsight and all that and then when we talk to you next year when you're back in our podcast we can see what's changed what's progressed like what worked what didn't work and the it's just so great to do that. I mean, I still have a lot of uncertainties, and I'm definitely going to save this episode. And if, hopefully, when, fingers when, crossed, if and when. when I make it, and, you know, I'm on, yeah. like, on, like, a TV show or something, guys, we can, like, totally pull this up and be like, hey, remember when? Exactly. <laughs> yeah. And that's the thing. I can't wait for a year or two or five years from now, like, you come back on our podcast or we collaborate or something, and we can see, like how things have progressed and I think know, what was, worked what didn't work and yeah and I think this is so funny that I'm like doing this interview right now because I've had like so when I did, was on a study abroad I got to work on a short film 
that I get to act on. Oh, cool. So I'm like actually like out there in the internet world. Yeah. So if I ever needed to pull up references from my past, like it's yeah. very now easy you have a too. voice reel. I know. <laughs> it's, it's, it's so great. I got guys. I got a movie. I got an interview. I'm I'm on my way. So exactly. But, yeah. but and like I think I've been lucky in that aspect. I can say it as well. Um, knock on wood. Whatever like I wanted, like or I deserve to have kind of in my life like always has circled back to me okay whether absolutely it's, absolutely whether it's people or like my career or oh. even that shoe at macy's that i really wanted but i found it at target you know oh, it's fine nice. it's 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 just come back and i think it's because like when you are a certain when your mindset at a certain place you'll attract those things you'll be attracted to those kind of people mm. who are also linked to either that opportunity or that person right. that you want in your mm. life and you'll just circle back to them. Exactly. So, I'm a firm believer in... What's meant to be will be type thing. Exactly. Case that has that. So... <laughs> yeah. So what's meant to be will be. I think a lot of people are feeling what you're feeling at this moment. So I think it's going to be really interesting to hear... Like, I mean, even things that you just said in during the show, like, I'm so able to relate to. You right. Know? Exactly. And I think that that's very neat. And it, it seems to me that people don't maybe get this deep with their friends sometimes because mm-hmm. it's hard to talk about and it's embarrassing sometimes to be like, I don't know what yeah, I'm doing. because some have it figured out maybe. So yeah, you're embarrassed. Right. Mm-hmm. And yeah. you're like, and maybe if your friend has a job or something and you're like, I don't know what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know if I'm doing the right thing. But, you know, their corporate job is something that works for them. Yeah. It's hard to sometimes level with people and like, they don't know what to say and you don't know what you're looking for them to say. Mm-hmm. So I think it's good just to have somebody that relates and that is out there that is going through the same thing. I think that that's a that's a very big thing. Yeah, and I think that's when it's really important to have a good support group or surrounding yourself with the right people. Mm-hmm. It's fine to talk to somebody that understands it a little bit better, and because your friends can only like do so much for you, you know. And like, yeah. it's one thing to be understanding, and then it's another to actually understand. Right. And um, and always do know, even if they have those like corporate jobs, like there's always more to the story. Like no matter grass what, is always greener. As yeah. Well. Yeah. And sometimes it's fake on the other side. That's why it's greener. Yeah. I saw that in a meme. <laughs> Can't steal that one. Or the Justin Bieber song. <laughs> yeah. The grass is only greener where you water it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It, that's go. true. Paraphrase. We can play this song. This is the... Just get no, it copyrighted. Just yeah. <laughs> but again, like, I mean, even if they're doing those corporate jobs, like, that good. Good for them. But then again, that's good for them. them. Caps. Like, would you want to do that job? Right. Because like, that's what I was looking at for myself. I was like, these job yeah, opportunities are great. Oh my God, I could take this up tomorrow. But, like, I'm not even going to... do you really want to? Yeah. And I get that my first job won't be my dream job. Mm. But I also do you want to get invested in something that adds to the career that I'm headed towards? Right. So I know I will stick to that PR marketing area because it is still very creative. It, I am still meeting a lot of people. It's a lot of networking. Mm-hmm. So for me, that's my plan of using that to my advantage of getting into the field that I want because I don't have the access to it yet. Yeah. So do you see like how I'm not making that use? Yeah. And it, you know, I sometimes that... And I'm, even as you're saying it, I can I understand exactly what you're saying, but I under also understand that somebody that's listening to this right now mm-hmm. is probably like, "Holy shit, that's so overwhelming! Yeah. Like that's so many things that you're worried about all the time." But what I've noticed, at least from my experience, is that where I the job that I'm in now, everything has just kind of led me to here. Mm-hmm. So it's never been like a I've had to make conscious deals. Like okay. You can do that. You can be like, oh my god, I have to pick this thing because then what about this? And then this is not going to line up with what I need to do later. But, and this is just my personal belief, but, like, the universe will bring you to where you need to be. 
Right. And that goes in, a friend of mine said this to me, like life doesn't always give you what you want, but it gives you what you need. Yes. Yes. Or at least yeah. for that time. And, you know, and it was like a recent interview from like Oprah or something. And there's like a video that was, so she was like, your failures are there to direct you in the like right direction. So like you try something and that didn't happen. Oh, because like that wasn't the road for you. Mm-hmm. Okay. So let's swerve and get back on track. Mm-hmm. So, um, and again, when you were actually going through it, it's hard to have that mindset. Right. Because then your failures are a lot more overpowering. Mm-hmm. But honestly, just remove yourself from the situation if you can. I'm so glad I finally got to meet you. <laughs> I mean, we were going to meet regardless, you know, because of oh, Shama. Yeah. But I'm so glad that you came. Because I'm also going through that as well, you know. So hearing it from someone who's also going through it, you know, really does help. And it's always interesting to see other people's perspectives as well, just yeah, in life. Definitely. And yeah, I think I needed this too, and I really hope that the listeners will take something away from it as well. Um, we've had some really cool people on the podcast, like with different views, and this one just really stuck with me, and I'm really glad that you <laughs> yeah. came out to do I this. I know, for I'm us. so glad you had the courage to like talk about yourself and your life and like just be so freaking articulate. Right? <laughs> yeah. I was surprised that I am. I was actually really nervous, and I kept telling Shama this too. I'm like, are you sure you want me to come? Like, are you sure? Are you sure? Because I have <laughs> yeah. nothing useful to say at all. And I was saying it to my totally, totally not correct. (laughs) Right. And I was like saying it to my friend as well. And then they're like, "What are you nervous about? It's a podcast, first of all." I'm like, "No, not that." But like, you know, like even if it's a new thing, even if that one person that's listening is actually like paying attention for something, (laughs) like I want them to be able to take something away from that because that's when I tune into stuff, right? And not have it just be like, "Oh, well, it's like no, that we're all in like the same spot." And I guess this can happen any phase in life too right. it doesn't oh, have to 100%. be like right after college I guess you just gotta keep improvising and fake it till you make it right 100% fake it 100%. till you make it guys hashtag that yeah. for today's episode <laughs> well thank you so much for doing this yeah no problem this, this was really like just such a great interview it's very even. uplifting. It and was. I bet you weren't expecting that as well. That not at going all. through this, that you would be so inspiring. I like giving yourself a pep talk, right? <laughs> kind of actually, yeah. it's like talking to like a mirror. Like I still right. can't, positive affirmations. Yeah. yeah, I can't believe that you guys actually find this useful because I'm I'm literally just like blabbing on, it's like no. word vomit. It, and that's we perfect. Talking. That's why we love yeah. podcasts because it's just a place that people can talk. Like we were saying, it's hard to maybe talk to your friends or family about just things that are going on in your head and you're not gonna talk to yourself i mean yeah you can but sometimes it doesn't do anything you know i don't know hopefully somewhere out there like somebody's like hey man same i feel you i was like i think you're in a very relatable situation Mm -hmm. right now yeah yeah thank you again so much for being here i mean we can't wait to have you back on when you're a famous director in la (laughs) fingers crossed crossed. absolutely yeah Yeah, this was very cool thanks for having me and thanks for the tea actually oh yeah i might steal a few packets this episode was produced by me shama with post-production by Joe Aquino. Special thanks to our friend Mr. Williams for today's music. You can check out more of his work on SoundCloud and on Instagram, and we'll be posting his handles on all of our social media. And be on the lookout for his latest documentary for the Jordan Morgan Foundation. For more information, go to www.jordanmorganfoundation.com, which we'll also have on our website. So, if you like Nutella croissants, napping, and neurotic Indian girls, share this with someone you like, or don't like, or admire. Or someone you want to reconnect with. Or someone you think needs that extra push to believe in themselves. Thanks for listening. Cheers. Cheers. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.